Welcome to the Dear Nikki Mama podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Martha. And our mission is to connect the past and the present Nikki Mom by celebrating our stories and what our babies have overcome. Whether your NICU journey was 50 years ago or whether you find yourself in the NICU today, we hope that this podcast reminds you that you are not alone. Hi, mamas. Welcome to the Dear Nikki Mama podcast. It's your hosts, Martha and Ashley. I feel like I could have that as like my ringtone. Hi, mamas. <laughs> Hi, mamas. It's almost like a horror movie now that I think about it. <laughs> But in a good way. In a, it's a good um, a good horror movie. <laughs> oh my god! I it, it's a special episode because we are announcing the start of brrr, season three. That was my drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't believe that we're already on our third season. That's insane. I know it's so crazy, and I feel like. Yeah, I have so much to say about all of the seasons, but it does feel very surreal that we're officially starting season three. Yeah, I feel like what what was it you? I remember there was one statistic you told me, and it was like when we got to ten podcasts or something. You, oh you yes, was- there's this theory that if you get to ten podcasts, that you'll keep going. So some who start podcasts don't get to ten; they just kind of fizzle out. But if you get to ten, that's a pretty good sign that you're going to keep going. So thankfully, we've definitely hit ten <laughs> for sure. I haven't even counted how many we've done, but. When we get to a hundred, let me know. <laughs> okay, I'll try to. I'll try to remember to let you know about that. <laughs> hey Siri, let me know. <laughs> oh man, um, it's just been a really wild time. Obviously, there's been a pandemic, and we've been, um, you know, doing all of our dear Nikki Mama work, then our full time jobs, and then dealing with COVID and. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just been a real season. It, it's been something. Don't forget the election was thrown in. Oh, that yeah. Mix. I already forgot about it. I know, right? No, I didn't forget about it. But, you know, it's just – you're right. There's just so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I, on top of that, we were like, let's have an event. <laughs> <laughs> I don't regret it for a minute, though. <laughs> no. It was – that was why we, we did it is because we were like, we have to do it. It's so important. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should recap the event a little bit. How did you feel at when it was all said and done? Well, first of all, I slept so good that night, the night before and the nights leading up. I was so, first of all, nervous that the the boxes wouldn't arrive in time. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember just like my anxiety got the best of me that week. But then once mom started getting their boxes, it started to feel really real. And then the event happened and then I slept so good that night. Just It felt so amazing to just be able to say that everything went smoothly, but also just to, to read the comments and the story shares that we received from the event as well. It was just a, a really amazing way to end the event. So it feels good to have it behind us, if you will, but I'm also excited for the next one. How did you feel? I was just... I could not believe it. You know, we were sitting in these great armchairs with the Sex in the City bubbles behind us on the green screen. <laughs> the bubbles. I will never yeah. get over the bubbles. For those who didn't catch it, we were in this awesome studio. We worked with a production company um, called Livewire, and they had a like a 100-foot green screen behind us. <laughs> and they just sat down to armchairs, and they put on this little kind of a cute – 
pink bubbly background behind us. I, I just felt like we were in a glass of champagne or something. Um, but it was, it was crazy. We were sitting in these chairs and, you know, we, we did our segments and we cut over to Parijat. We did the Q and A and then it was like our social media DMs exploded. I mm -hmm. can't tell you how many messages we got saying this is exactly what I needed. And mm -hmm. it, we were just overwhelmed because we knew that Parijat's message was going to reach a lot of people. It's reached us, obviously. But mm -hmm. I was just I was I was shook by mm -hmm. how by the the profound way that it changed um, people's lives. And it changed my life too. It was Parijat's totally. keynote was insane. It was so mm -hmm. good. Yeah. As a team, we were texting throughout the event. And I think each of us, there were just specific moments throughout her keynote where we were just like, whoa, we, I needed to hear that. So <laughs> I think there was not one person that listened to her keynote and wasn't just like, wow, I needed to be reminded of that or hear that. And then the question and answer was just amazing. Some of the questions that moms asked were like, thank you for asking that. I, I needed to know the answer to that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I think just, just like in anything else with our Nikki moms, we go deep fast. Like the thing I love about Parija is she doesn't talk in platitudes. It's not, not all lovey dovey, you know, a paper thin mm -hmm. content. It's super complex. There's a lot of depth to it. And we're getting so much information from her that mm -hmm. is not just about how we care for ourselves, but she's coming at it from the scientific aspect, which is really mm -hmm. super interesting and, and makes me makes me excited for the future of of um, for NICU moms because it means that there are new advancements and new ways we can care and support for each other. Right. And I think it validates, you know, it 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 validates and reiterates to us that we aren't making these things up in our body, right? I think sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm making this up. I'm overreacting. This is, I should be over this by now. But for some reason, when you have that science to back it up and when you have somebody who studies the nervous system who can tell you like, no, this is your body like in fight or flight, it's like, oh, I wasn't making that up. Thank you. And just to be reminded of that is so revolutionary. Yeah. Oh, it was a good day. It was an awesome day. It was a really good day. It was such, it was so humbling to see the messages and to really just be in company with so many remarkable women. When we did the support group um, breakout sessions at the end, um, Martha and I had a chance to just kind of pop in and say hi. And I, I looked back at Martha multiple times with tears because I was just undone by the depth and the vulnerability shared in those meetings and just in awe that we get to be a part of this sisterhood. It was, yeah. it was truly amazing. I don't think I'll ever be over it. <laughs> yeah. Side note, when you were looking back at me, like the lights were in my eyes and I have my ear, my AirPods in. So every and time you have I thought you were talking to me, I had I can't hear out of one of my ears. And so you look back and you were, you were like crying and I, and I, and I, every time like you'd be making this really impassioned, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is a real face. And I take all my earbuds and go, what? Ashley, did you say my name? You know Sorry, it's my, bad, it's my bad ear. Sorry. What'd you say? Sorry. What'd you say? Really I wish we could have, ear. I wish we could have an outtakes of just our stuff. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. our back and forth. I love it too. Imagine two emotional women 
in sweaters <laughs> running around in the studio and then on a green screen five yeah five men in black standing behind <laughs> and staring at us like we were nuts so well and leading up to the event we so initially we were going to have this like digital video screen which would have been cool you know and then they said oh we're going to do a green screen we were like sweet but then you know in your head like you cannot wear green and so of course i was out shopping looking for a sweater and everything i was drawn to was green and so i also had this panic that i was going to accidentally wear green and just be a floating head for the whole <laughs> entire segment i feel like that would have been a real strong vibe that we could have gone for and, but and, you know it would have been unique but i'm glad That's that we fine. i'm glad we weren't floating heads <laughs> Oh, man. oh boy. Good memories. Good times. I still can't hear out of that ear, but we'll figure it out. Um, so I, I wonder if we should update them on other things that are happening within the world of Dear Nikki Mama too. Yeah. So as we kick off season three, we wanted to also just make some announcements of our team that is ever growing. Um, we, as an organization, it was Martha and I, and then we have an amazing and remarkable board member, Kendra. She's been with us from the very beginning. Um, but we knew that, um, there was, there was room for our mission to grow and that it required remarkable moms and women to help us get there. And so do you want to introduce our first team member, Vilma, Martha? Yes. So I love her so much, by the way. Oh, I'm just, oh my gosh. I'm picturing her in her cute headband that she wore to the event. Yes. Like, oh, how did she coordinate that so perfectly? I know. Vilma, when we first met her, I think we all texted and we said, we got to have Vilma on the team. She's, <laughs> yep. just, she's a really magnetic person. And also she's got drive for days. Like she yes. has an idea and bam, it becomes reality. Yeah. Vilma McGinnis is a Miami, Florida native. Um, and we obviously have never met her in person, which is wild. Um, but she's recently come on board as our uh, hospital partners uh, coordinator. So she works with all of our hospital partners around the country. Uh, she will be an instrumental part in developing and executing our Mama Ambassadors Peer Support Program, as well as working with hospital partners to get them our hospital support kits that we create too, um, so we can get our literature and our print pieces to mommies in the NICU to let them know they're not alone. Um, Vilma is a logistics wizard, and she and I kind of talk the same language, and she's she's mom to um, Bradley, who is a, a full-term NICU babe and is incredible. So we are so glad to have her on board. Yes. I think we should each say one thing that we love about her. Sure. Okay. okay. Well, I know what mine is, but you go first. <laughs> okay. Um, one thing I love about her, and this may seem silly, I love how she gushes about her son. So um, this was – she was the first mom that I've ever heard describe their baby as delicious, and mm -hmm. I will never be the same afterwards. Um, and so I love how she just – adores her son, um, Bradley. He is freaking cute and he has the best hair. Um, but I just love how she calls him delicious. That's one of my favorite things about her. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, um, well, I love Vilma's hair a lot, but that's not as good as what you just said. So I'm going to change it, but <laughs> she still has great hair, but I, I'd also say that, um, she is, uh, 
unabashedly and unashamedly herself and wears her heart on her sleeve um, and isn't afraid to, to share ideas and to put herself out there so that she can reach other Nikki moms. I can't tell you how many moms she's already done that for. She's just, she's fabulous. Yeah. I a hundred percent echo that. So amazing. Yeah. Um, let's see. So our second team member, should I go ahead and talk about Carla? Yes. Okay. I just, my heart gets so warm when I think about Carla. She just feels like a hug on a, on a hard day. You know, it's like, if you're yeah. just having one of those days and you just need to sit with a friend, she's the kind of friend you want to sit with. <laughs> um, but Carla, she actually lives in Hawaii. We also have yet to meet her in person, which breaks my heart, but also I just find it amazing that we can connect so deeply with each other with all these miles between us. She is a full-term NICU mama. Her daughter was born full-term and then was um, in the NICU, I believe it was for, was it 34 or 54 days? I'm kind of... I can't, I'm, I'm blanking right now. Everybody's numbers. I was like, 87? 47, 200. <laughs> I'll never know. I know. I know it was a, a significant amount of time, but her daughter was on ECMO and um, Carla just does a really beautiful job of sharing about the full-term NICU journey. And, um, and so she's actually on our editorial team. Carla has a beautiful way of words and of writing. She actually submitted a letter. Gosh, this was pretty, pretty soon after we started. And the use of alliterations that she used, the metaphors was just so poetic and beautiful. And so we knew very quickly that she would be a great addition to our editorial team. And so Carla handles a lot of our, um, she proofreads all of the letters that we receive. So each mama that sends in a letter, she helps proofread those. And she does a beautiful job of that. And then she also helps with social media content, helps with writing. And so she's, she's remarkable. She will write a book one day and I will buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, she's wonderful. Okay, what do you what do you love about what do you love about her? What do I love about Carla? I love the gentleness at which she approaches literally everything in life. She is just she's a feeler, and she Mm -hmm. um uh she uh, she always she genuinely wants to know how you are and where you're at. She's a great listener. Mm -hmm. Yes, I. You basically said the same thing I was going to say, so I'm just going to say. Everything you just said, (laughs) the gentleness is what really sticks out to me too. She is such a nurturer. She's such a mother, um, not only to her own kiddos, but also to our team. And so I'm just, I'm so beyond grateful to, to have her on the team. So fun. And should we share about Kendra a little bit or no? Does it? Yeah, we should totally share about Kendra. Kendra, Kendra, Kendra. Where do we <laughs> I'm picturing her wearing leopard a leopard sweater and <laughs> yeah. earrings and doing a bar workout and eating yes. a green juice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kendra has she was part of what our inaugural celebration photo shoot um, that Ashley creative creatively directed and pho- photographer photographed photographed Photograph. there we go thanks mom <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh they're just like us yeah she um she was part of that shoot and i think we knew pretty quickly that she was going to be um an incredible resource and advocate to have on board she's mm-hmm. mom to Callan, who is uh and 
just like a life force. He's awesome. He's a full-term uh, Nikki Babe, too. I'm just realizing we have more full-termies uh, on our leadership team. And I awesome. love that. Yeah. Good representation. Um, He's a full-term Nikki Babe that has a uh, genetic abnormality that is pretty rare. And and so he has been through a lot of ups and downs. His uh, Nikki journey was very significant. Um. And his mama and dad are very proud of him. He does new amazing things all the time. And Kendra relentlessly advocates for him. So she's wonderful. She uh, is, again, she serves on our board of uh, directors. um, So she helps with all of our leadership decisions and things like that. But she also, too... um, does everything with really our, our Facebook support group, which is like how many members now? Jeez, Louise, I can't even think. I think we're over 800 at this point. Yeah. So she, she really does all the management of posts and make sure that mamas are reached out to and that every, every post has a comment and she clears all of the new members. So she does a lot of work for us on that. We Mm -hmm. are so grateful. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think back to when we, when we first met Kendra and I remember Callan had his trach still. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 And I remember they brought this um, machine that helped suction him if he needed it. And I remember just being in awe because it was so, it was like a second arm or like a third arm, you know, like it was so like just a part of their everyday and they just, how they advocate and take care of him just in the daily was just remarkable to see. And so I just think of that shoot fondly and just getting to see her mother. And now we're like best friends and sisters and oh, we just love her. Yeah. She's, she's a really integral part of this um, team. She's our third musketeer, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I'll always be grateful that we have this board of, of women who are going to make choices for dear Nikki mama that are done um, in the most educated the most intentional ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you love about Kendra? Well, I don't even know where to begin. I think um, she's incredibly kind and also very like joyful. She's just mm-hmm. joyful. She will text us things, um, you know, things that are that are struggles for for her in the moment. You know, if they're Callan or with other things and. Things that you would imagine yourself just being completely knocked down by. And in the same breath, she's like, but also the bachelor's on, so it's fine. Like, you know, <laughs> she, she's um, positive, uh, but also very aware of how her life is just a balance of trials and triumphs. Mm-hmm. You know, she, can't, she just carries it all with a lot of grace. Yeah. I love that. I think – one thing I love about Kendra and one thing I feel like we've just gotten to see just being in close relationship with her is she's got this fire inside of her that comes out sometimes, especially (laughs) when it comes to Callan's care and how she advocates for him. And on the outside you have this bright bubbly gal. And then on the inside you have this mama bear that when it comes out, it is so cool to see. (laughs) I'm like, girl. (laughs) And it's not like scary. It's not like, you know, boisterous or like, you know, it's just, it's focused. And when she gets, when that mama bear inside of her is, is activated, it's just, it's really cool to see. And so just, I love that, like you said, she has this joy to her and then 
she also has this this mama bear inside of her that when it's engaged world you better watch out <laughs> yeah yeah and also she has like a, just like a straight up medical degree like a self-taught yeah <laughs> I know like some of the terms she talks in it's like I'm like girl you yeah you do have a medical degree you are a doctor <laughs> yes she is a doctor um she could probably like do a tooth extraction for me or something that maybe was the only fix- maybe she could fix your ear <sighs> probably uh, probably because whatever's happening right now isn't working. So anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, maybe we should hop in and chat just a little bit about season three and, you know, kind of what our hope is for it. And, you know, what are your, what are your hopes for season three, Martha? Well, I, I think we'll, you know, just continue to dive into these stories of what it's like to be a NICU mom, particularly in the season of life with, with the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm you know, are in season two, it kind of hit us right in the middle. And then everything really um, has changed. And now we're seeing moms who are delivering um, or have even found out they were pregnant and have gotten to the point that they are delivering all within the span of the pandemic. Right. So that's a, that's quite a ride for these moms. Um, And so I want to share those stories and and continue to share as many diverse stories as we can. You know, when you reach out to us and you say, I don't see myself represented or have you thought about doing this? You know, we listen. We really want to make sure that you can see yourself and you can feel validated in the stories we share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just crazy to think about, you know, it's almost silly to think about how to do a this is our vision for season three because you just never know sometimes. Like when we look at season two, we could have never predicted that (laughs) in the middle of that season, there would be a global pandemic and, you know, all of, all of that. And so I think, I think my hope for season three is that, you know, and hopefully this has been reiterated through the other seasons too, but that hope would be an anthem throughout all of it. Um, I think right now, sometimes just given the current state of the world, it's hard to get out of bed some days. It's hard to take a shower. It's hard to exercise, even though you know you need to. You know, it's it's hard to, um, you know, we're coming up on the holidays and it's it's tricky to navigate what that looks like this year. And so my hope with season three is that, you know, after every episode, after every interview, whether it's with a mama or a mental health specialist, that there would be an anthem of hope placed through each of them. And so, you know, as a team, we talk a lot about, you know, you mamas right now, and we're just so incredibly proud of all of you. And, you know, when we did the event, that was another reason we wanted to do it was just to kind of give you a, a, a retreat at home. And if that makes sense, we know that um, all of these regulations that are ever changing, the social isolation, the the unrest, whether it be in politics or what what it may be, it's it's taxing on the heart on top of taking care of a medically complex kiddo or a kiddo that needs to be more in isolation. And so we just want this podcast to be just a little glimmer of a little glimmer of hope and hopefully just a little retreat for your ears as we as we navigate 2020. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I can use a retreat for my ears. Yeah, you really could, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Your point here. It's fine. It's fine. Sorry. If the listeners don't know, Martha has um, an ear infection. That's why we keep alluding to the ear. <laughs> yeah, it's, 
I have inner inner ear. What is it like? Eustachian eczema. You guys. <laughs> so she's really, she's really airing out her um, medical her medical know. life here on the podcast. <laughs> it's fine. Ashley's got gorgeous barrel curls, and I've got Eustachian eczema. So, hey, but you're doing the curly girl method, and it shows, girlfriend. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, that's why they that's why they keep coming back. It's for the encouragement and the laughs. That's what it like you said, the hope. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, you know, maybe as we end this episode, let's just chat about um maybe okay, actually, can I restart that? Yeah. Or do you have anything else you want to add about that? Sorry. About my ear? No, <laughs> no, about about season three. <laughs> No, no, no. I thought you ended it well with the whole piece and then I and then I brought it crashing down. <laughs> <laughs> we brought it to the ears. Um, okay. Well, maybe to end, Martha, why don't we just each share, you know, how we're getting through. What are, you know, we talk a lot about self-compassion. Self-care feels too buzzwordy to use, so I don't like to use that word. Um, but yeah. we talk a lot about self-compassion and how we're caring for ourselves. And maybe let's just share how we are caring for ourselves and or if we know that that's an area that we want to improve in, how we hope to do that over the next few months. Oh, yeah. I, sorry, I didn't mean to sound like I wasn't excited to share. It was just like, <laughs> this is a tall order. Um, do you want to go first? <laughs> sure. Um, so I'm going to be totally truthful. I think this is an area that I need to invest more time into. Um, I am a wedding photographer, and so we are kind of – coming to a close on our busiest time of year and with COVID and with the pandemic, our wedding seasons have looked very different. I'm grateful for, you know, the ability to still work during the pandemic, but, you know, having a kiddo at home who is a preemie, my anxiety and my mental health has just been at a unique level. And so I think one way that I really want to care for myself this winter and just in the next upcoming months is just simply getting more sleep. Um, It's really easy to edit until midnight and do it again every night. And I'm starting to feel it. And I know that to be the best mom and wife and friend and just person I can be means I need to need to get those extra hours. And so I think that's kind of my first intentional goal of taking care of myself and just, you know, using self-compassion to say that, you know what, you've done enough today. The work will be here in the morning and we'll figure it out and um, just prioritizing rest. Yeah. Oh, that's so, that's so good. Um, yeah. I just, a shout out to Ashley. I think you've handled a lot of things being thrown at you in the past couple of months. And then, you know, it's, it's like the wedding landscape right now. If you know, I've learned a lot about the wedding industry from you, but it's been completely <laughs> upturned. So, um, it's it looks even different than what you planned a few months ago. So that's really hard. You have to keep on top of what are the regulations right now? What are the case rates? You know, you're you're constantly thinking about that, and then your family too, and then dear Nikki Mama. So Ashley really is doing a lot. So if you see her. You won't see her. She'll be in isolation. <laughs> but if you if you quote unquote see her on social media, please give her a shout out because they, she does a lot. And I think to be honest, that's kind of what what mine is too. It's like how do we find balance with this work that we love to do? Um, 
You know, I think a lot of moms are feeling that right now. Like, what do you do with your, how do you protect your family, do your job, you know, um, make an income secure, you know, make your family secure and safe, but then also follow passions and do things that make you bring you joy. I, it's, mm-hmm. it feels kind of impossible sometimes to strike mm-hmm. the right balance. Yeah. Sure. So I think, yeah. I think my thing would only just be, to, you know, just to continue to um, be honest with the people around me so that they can do what they need to, to support me. And, you know, also be honest with, um, you know, in, in, in saying no when I can't do things, you know, that's really hard. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really, really hard thing. You want to be, you want to rise to the occasion, my goodness. And mm-hmm. now is the occasion. So yeah. 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 And Martha just started a brand new lady boss job. She's kicking butt at her new job on top of maybe you don't want me to show this on the podcast, but selling your house, which yeah. is super oh, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I did, did sell our house. Well, it's, I think it's just hard. It's, I feel like I didn't, you know, none of us really intended to have a lot of transition going on right now, but I feel like I see in a lot of people I love just transition that's been necessitated by what's going on, you know? Yeah, so our, totally. our move was, and my job change was necessitated by the economy and what was going, you know, and, and what's happening. So it's just, it just feels like we're just constantly in transition right now. Nobody yeah. is. I think like I, even like school age kids, you know, it's just, I think about them and their parents. Yeah. And, oh, man. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there, will be a, there will be an end to it. You know what I mean? I think like yeah. you said, mm-hmm. where's the hope in it? And it's that we're doing it. We yeah. are all getting through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing that we hope to do, um, if you're a part of our private Facebook group, we host, they've been a little bit more sporadic in the past few months just because of the intentional time to, you know, focus on the event, but it's our girls night out. And that's a really fun way to connect with other Nikki mamas around the world. And just sometimes they're really lighthearted and fun. Other times we go deep and sometimes it's a mix of both. But it's just a really great way to connect with other moms who understand these extreme levels of isolation. And so we joke about it, but social distancing is not a new term in the NICU community. Yes, yes, <laughs> We've been pros at that for a while. Um, so it's it's just a fun way to see other faces, even if we can't be in person and you know, just have a space to be honest and real with each other. And so we hope to be able to offer some more of those here throughout the winter months as well. So if you're yeah. a part of our Facebook group, you'll see those. And if you're not a part of our Facebook group, the link is in our description. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait for those. They are so wonderful. <laughs> they are so wonderful. I feel like they're all my my best friends from all over. Yes. <laughs> so sweet. Well, Martha, how do you feel about this kickoff? I feel I – feel, I'm feeling a lot of things. I'm feeling um, – <laughs> Excited, scared, joyful, <laughs> hungry. No, I'm thinking it's going to be a good season. I think we have learned we learn a lot in the past couple of seasons, and we also, you know, as as for many as as there are as many trials right now, there are also just as many, if not more, stories of hope mm-hmm. and ways that you can find community and, and find purpose in your, in your journey. So I, that's my goal. I think we're going to do it. Yes. How are you? you 
<laughs> hungry? Are you also hungry? I am actually a little hungry. I just kind of realized that. Um, no, I'm super excited to, we already kind of have a lineup started of the stories and interviews that we're hoping to share for this season. And I can't wait for you mamas to hear them. So thank you so much for listening. Every time that we receive a message that you guys listen to the podcast or the reviews that you leave, we screenshot all of them and put them in a folder that we literally read sometimes just to <laughs> feel good about ourselves. We're compliments people if you can't tell. Um, but we really do cherish every word that you say and we're just so grateful. It, it means the world to have you guys listening to this podcast on your commutes to and from the NICU um, as you pump, as you do kangaroo care, or if you're out of the NICU as your baby naps or as you do the dishes. However you listen, just know that um, we value your time and we're so grateful for your commitment to the podcast. So thank you so much. Amen. All right, mamas. Well, as always, you are never, ever alone. Thank you so much for being here with us. And we can't wait to share more of season three. If you love this podcast and would like to hear more amazing stories, please consider becoming a member of the Dear NICU Mama Patreon page. In addition to special merchandise and early access to content, Patreon members support the mission, programs, and services of Dear NICU Mama. You can find the link on the description of this episode. As always, if you'd like to hear more from Dear NICU Mama, click subscribe. Welcome to the sisterhood.